0: Good morning and welcome everybody. You're listening to The Breakfast Show on Faith FM 87.6, 87.8 or 88. Right across Australia, right across the Faith FM network, wherever you are. Positively different radio in the morning, you're with the double L team, Lyle and... Lawson! Lawson! What are you grateful for, Lyle? Oh, let me think. I'm grateful for so many things. I'm grateful for machine shops. Machine <laughs> shops are so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I was, went to several different machine shops yesterday. Uh-huh. Um, to buy a machine? No, no, To get no, things machined. To get things machined because oh. I've got, got this new engine and I'm going to oh. rebuild it and I'm going to put new liners in it and new pistons and real... recondition the engine. From, from what I
1: understand, you have a couple of cars that are needing to be worked on. Yes, both
0: my cars are half dead. <laughs> and yeah. it's just like, which one's going to die first? Um, and they're both sort of like, we're very gentle on them at the moment. We've been very gentle on them for, <laughs> for the last three months, just babying them along, trying to get as many kilometres out of them as we can before they just keel over and die. And stop. Yes.
1: that's So, okay, but you've, you've obviously made the choice, which is like the ute, which is...
0: Well... I- Probably both of them are going to break down at the same time. It's uh, probably that's the way it's going to be. So I'm sort of starting to work on both at the same time. Uh huh. And what's interesting is that it has become infinitely more uh, economically viable to rebuild than to repurchase due to COVID. Yeah,
2: Because that's COVID, right.
0: COVID's pushed the price of secondhand vehicles so incredibly high. Yeah. That suddenly, you know, vehicles that in the past would be you know mechanical write-offs are not mechanical write-offs anymore. It's a lot cheaper. Rebuild that thing. Keep driving it.
1: Yeah, that's right. To the price of genuine parts, which in the past was seen as like a gouge, is like, oh yeah, I'd just rather do that than buy some old thing for lots of money.
0: Absolutely. So this is the this is the adventure that I'm embarking on. Keep me in your prayers. <laughs> keep my cars in your prayers, and uh, we would really appreciate that. Mm.
1: You're listening to The Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM. Positively different.
0: We are on The Breakfast Show. We're about to have positively different news. Before we do that, we have
1: the 100-point question for our quiz coming up. Lawson, what have we got? All right, for 100 points. Moses commanded the Israelites to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your blank. What is that blank? 491 64 669 is the number to call if you know the answer, uh, or if you want to take a crack at guessing. And for 100 points, you can get yourself a Faith FM bookmark and bumper sticker, or you can get those points on the board, continue to work your way through the quiz. But again, that question was, Moses commanded the Israelites to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your blank. What, what is, is the, the
0: answer to the question? We need to know the answer to the question. So oh, that's right. 669 mm. is the number to call. All right, positively mm. different news. You got a smile on your face already.
1: <sighs> <laughs> yeah, because, dude. Okay, I came across this story like last night and this morning, and this is this is amazing. This is like some j- epic justice, cool forensic awesome stuff that's happening in our world at the moment cool so let's talk about it um two men from the democratic republic of congo uh, yes. were arrested mm-hmm. on the 3rd of november um outside of seattle washington they're in the united states um and they were arrested on charges of trafficking elephant ivory and poaching elephants and being connected mm. with organizations that do all this thing um and they owe there, you know, eventual arrest and charges and all this, all that, all that thing that took place, um, to a guy named Samuel Wasser. Now, Samuel Wasser, um, has created over the last 20 years, a database of basically elephants. Um, this massive database of elephants in all these different countries where elephant poaching takes place. And he's using this database to help the police crack down on the illegal ivory industry and get all these people arrested. Because what he's done is he's taken, like, when, when they've, like, caught on to, you know, elephant, uh, like, illegal ivory trade and whatnot, and they've confiscated the ivory, he takes all of the tusks and he does all this, like, forensic examination, and he's been able to make, like, family templates from all the elephants in all these different areas, so, like, which group they're from, like, where, where, where these, this particular elephant that has these particular style of tusks migrate to, of, of which apparently, like, you can tell the difference between all the, all the tusks, but you can also tell that they're closely related to, like, their families of elephants that live in specific areas. So he's done all this work, like, in the lab, like, with forensics, like, breaking down all, like, where all these different elephants come from, their migration paths, um, and he's then, They've, like, worked with the police to then create a map of possible, like, choke points um, where these illegal oper- oper- operations are taking place. And they're using it to absolutely crack down and, like, just destroy the illegal ivory trade and elephant poaching. That's amazing. In, in Africa.
0: That um, is absolutely amazing. So, basically, by studying the tusks, you can discover... Whereabouts geographically, yes. elephants will be most vulnerable to poachers. Yes, and then you send your you, you because you know it's a little bit of a a losing battle in Africa because you've got such wide wide areas that elephants mm-hmm. you know move over. And so many poachers, and so few people that are able to actually mm-hmm. guard them, and then you've got some pretty full-on gun battles that take place between right. poachers and rangers. Mm. You know, it's not a it's not a uh, very safe occupation to be in uh, when it comes to protecting elephants. Mm. And so
1: to be able to actually
0: distribute your resources more effectively that's that's an amazing thing.
1: Yeah. So it's really like like you said, it's a using ba- uh, losing battle. Uh, the problem with yeah, this is that. In its inception, it's so difficult to be able to stop people from killing elephants um, yeah. and and getting the tusks out of Africa. Where most of the work is happening is as they're smuggling it, um, that's where they're kind of picking up and and finding these things as they're trying to ship it around the world or whatever it may be. Um, But like this specific arrest that happened uh, with these two guys on November 3rd last year, they were only smart. They were smuggling 49 pounds of elephant ivory, which is a lot, but compared to like some of the other cases that Sam has been a part of specifically in 2019, um, his database led to the arrest and confiscation of nine tons of elephant ivory that was found in Singapore.
0: It's, 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 a, it's absolutely mind-boggling to me that in today's world where you can make, you know, fake ivory so easily and mm-hmm. so convincingly that people really still need to buy this stuff.
1: And, like, the ultimate reason why this is so bad is because elephants are an endangered species. Yeah. And elephants are awesome. Elephants are amazing. Why do you want to have their tasks hanging around? That's right. Not only their tasks, like why do you want to kill them? Like, we should stop doing that. And so ultimately, like, this work that it's being done is is incredible. Um I think it's like awesome because justice is really getting done in this space, like where injustice is usually and constantly happening. Um and yeah, people are being being brought down for hurting these animals. So fantastic. Elephants are my work. favorite
0: creatures. Yeah. By far. They just like the most amazing. So you you, ever.
1: you you're motivated to champion and and agree and be on the side of these guys who are taking down the ivory yeah. poachers.
0: Absolutely. And and you know, do you know that elephants have more muscles in their trunk than we have in our entire body? There's 300 over 300 muscles in the elephant's trunk.
1: A serious. I'm dead serious. That's insane. I mean, just you, in the trunk. You, you look
0: at what you look at what an elephant can do with their trunk. It's not just their nose, it's their it's their hands. It's, it's kind of like everything. Mm. Everything mm. happens with their trunk. And what's also interesting is that a baby elephant learning to use its trunk, you know, a baby elephant can walk within minutes of being born, but it takes two years for it to learn how to use its trunk properly.
1: Wow, really? Because it's so complex. It's such an incredibly complex organ. Would you say the same thing then about our legs? Because it takes us years to be able to walk properly. Yeah, the elephant's trunk is the equivalent of our legs. It takes us just
0: as long to learn to walk as it takes them to learn to use their trunk. Wow.
1: Well, my favourite animals are penguin, and no one's going after them, so (laughs) I'm pretty happy. But, but um, yeah, no, this is fantastic work that is taking place in foxes and cats. Oh, that that that's the real. That's, that's what's who we are. Yeah. Humans. Why can't we have a fox and cat train like that? That motivates illegal poachers to well, it wouldn't be illegal. Take
0: after, go after foxes and cats instead of uh,
1: <laughs> elephants. <laughs> that's right. That's right. This is this is this is the world that we want, but unfortunately, it's not the world that we live in. <laughs> but okay. In other news, um, this is really interesting. This is good news coming out of Canada, kind of. Okay.
0: Okay, this has been been, heard, been a while since we heard good news coming out of Canada.
1: Um, so now, like Canadian healthcare practitioners are prescribing passes to national parks, uh, specifically Canadian and American national parks. Um, prescribing, they're prescribing passes to them. Yes, um, to help patients with physic, like with their physical and mental health.
0: That is an. Excellent idea. This is the best idea I've ever heard. Why can't we have that in Australia? You know, so many of our most beautiful national parks, Mm. you can't afford to go there. Mm. You know, these are places that I used to go to for Free When I was a kid and I turn up there and they're going to charge me a fortune to get in. I'm like, no, I'll go someplace else. And of course, you know, we miss out on all those beautiful locations as a result of that. But seriously, this is where our mentally ill people need to be going. This is what they need to be having in their lives. This is what depressed people need more than Mm. anything else. I love this idea. Can't wait to talk to uh, David Haupt about it. Prescribing national parks passes.
1: That's right. Well, like this is in collaboration with the organisation that controls national parks in uh, Canada. It's called Parks Canada, and uh, well, it's spelled P A R X Parks Canada.
0: Next time I go to Canada, I'm going to get so depressed.
1: <laughs> so you you can be well.
0: The thing is, is that so like I go to all the national parks.
1: This uh, pass that they give out, which gives you uh availability to eighty national parks. Um it costs seventy two dollars annually. Yeah. Which isn't a crazy amount but when you
0: consider medication, the cost of medication, it's cheap as chips.
1: But they're giving these passes out, even though they cost seventy two dollars annually, they're giving them out for free. Absolutely. They're just like, hey. I love it. And, um, now, like, this is, this program that they're running where they're prescribing people this, um, is now practiced, like, is now prescribed by over a thousand physicians, nurses, and other medical pr- professionals, um, in British Columbia, Columbia, Ontario, like all the, you know, the different states in Canada. Um, and Canada has some of the
0: most amazing national parks. Yeah. Just phenomenal. I've only been to maybe one or two the most but just incredible
1: but yes this does need to happen in Australia you know how it needs to specifically happen they okay. need to prescribe like $500 lift passes to like the ski fields for free ah! <laughs> that's what they need yes, to so do Lawson's <laughs> going to get depressed all of a that, sudden that, that, that's right and if they start prescribing lift pra- passes then I will be in my doctor's office <laughs> um. you're listening to the Breakfast Joe podcast on Faith FM positively different
0: As we dig into our more serious news this morning, before Mm -hmm. we do, uh, second question for the pentathlon quiz, uh, which will be for 200 points.
1: All right. For 200 points. Who is the only female judge mentioned in the Bible? There's one of them. Okay. You know who they are. Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. Give us a call, give us a text, and you can win for two hundred points an issue of Science Magazine. But if you would just like to get those points on the board, have the answer correct, work your way through the quiz, and you can win every single prize. Again, that question was: Who was the only female judge mentioned in the Bible?
0: She wasn't just a judge; she, she was, was a warrior. She was a warrior. She was a she was a general. She was a strategist. Mm. Uh, what, probably one of the greatest strategists of all history, copied by strategists to this day.
1: Oh wow! They call yeah. what are they? Oh, I was about to say a name. Like, I was, <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah, I, was, yeah. I, was gonna, I was about to say the. the, ah, the, the I was, the I name, was going to say the like name. the blank maneuver. I'm like, oh, do they practice the?
0: They actually do. They do. They actually do. That's they powerful. They don't call it that maneuver, but they actually do.
1: That's awesome.
0: Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, maybe we'll get to talk about that later in the show. I would like mm. to. That's a fun story. All right, so the trial is beginning in France for... Oh, by the way, uh, if you know the answer, 491 is the number to call or text. Mm. Okay, the trial begins in France for four men who are accused as accomplices in the murder of a priest in a church in France. So basically what happened here was you had these two Islamic extremists that uh, came charging into this church during the worship service... While the priest, Roman Catholic priest, was serving at the altar, mm. um, he's like 84 years old, and they just ran up to the front of the church, pulled out knives, and cut his throat. Yikes! Imagine having that happen in church it was pretty is pretty traumatic stuff. Awful. And of course, those two men were shot by the police. And now they and they did uh, arrest another three men and charged four as accomplices in the murder. They believe that the fourth, who's been tried in absentia, was probably killed in a drone strike, a US drone strike in Syria. Uh, but they've never been able to confirm mm. that. Um, it's often, if you get a direct hit by a drone strike, it's kind of hard to confirm anything. Um, that got hit. But the thing that goes through my head is that why are these extremists always such cowards? Mm. You know, Islam is a, is a religion that, um, that exalts manhood. Mm. It really does. And yet all of the extremists, they just go after soft targets. Yeah. They're the biggest weakling cowards ever. And it's just like, what is wrong with this? But anyway, I don't know. I don't understand it. Um, all of the Islamic people I, I know are not like that, but anyway. Mm. All right, let's talk about domestic violence around the world and a quarter of women uh, are involved in domestic violence from an intimate partner. So I want you to think Ooh. about that statistic for a moment because that is a massive statistic. That means that when you go to church, uh, statistically, a quarter of those women in that in your church, think about how many women there are in your church, a quarter of them uh, have been involved by, in domestic violence abuse at some point by an intimate partner or from an intimate partner. So this is a massive problem that we need to deal with. And you might say, you know what, those statistics, those that's uh, a bit of a stretch. I, I'm i wondering, you know, uh, where did you get those stats from? Well, this comes from the Lancet Medical Journal. Um, and they interviewed, what was it, 492... Uh, where are where, we where, 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 Sorry, sorry they interviewed two, two million women in 161 countries representing 90 percent of the world so it's very very extensive uh, research probably the most extensive research that has ever taken place on this issue mm. uh, 492 million women suffered from domestic abuse in the last 12 months so one in wow. se- one, uh, uh, one in four have suffered from domestic violence one in seven, Suffered from domestic violence in the last 12 months. Mm. So, this is okay. We talk about cowardice by men. This is the worst kind of cowardice. Yeah, well, this is mm. the absolute worst kind of cowardice. Now, you know, I'm going to get a bunch of people like, oh, what about you know, domestic violence from women? I get that, but it's a very small percentage compared to men. Men are infinitely more violent than what women are. It's just the nature of how things are. Mm. That's biology. Like,
1: it it shows statistically. Of course. We're not lying. We're not anecdotally making this up. Like, this is statistics, yeah.
0: Okay, so moving on with these stats, uh, 24% of women in the 15 to 19 age bracket. Wow. So this is something that starts young. 26% in the 19 to 24 age bracket. So this is, this is something that's uh, – and, and I highlighted the reasons because this is obviously, you know, research that was done uh, just now um, and looking at stats over the last couple of years. And four main reasons. Here they are. Number one, easy access to pornography. yeah Number one. <laughs> Number one. Number one, easy access to pornography. Number two, unrealistic expectations in the relationship mm. driven by by the media, wow! Number three, uh, a rape culture in schools. Well, mm. how did that come about? Well, it came about by easy access to pornography. Mm. Um, and number four, lockdowns. So lockdowns obviously have had a you know a major impact on an increase in domestic violence, mm. and so have you know pushed those figures right up. So there's some things to think about. And uh, if you're a if you, I just want to say this: if you're a woman. In, an, in a relationship where your intimate partner hits you, it is time to leave that relationship immediately. If you need help doing so, then give us a call here. Our number is 0491064669. Or give Lifeline a call on 131114. Mm. You need to get away from that cowardly individual who is doing that because it's actually very, very dangerous. Mm. Okay, so moving across to uh, our nearest neighbour, Fiji, Um, Fiji has had this policy of no jab, no job. I mean, we talk about mandates in Australia being pretty strict. Uh, They're just full on in Fiji. And so any kind of employment whatsoever or even a sole trader, you are banned from trading if you don't have a jab over there. Um, This has been opposed by Amnesty International as a human rights abuse um, and rightfully so. Uh, The Methodist church over there, of course, is the largest church with 36.2% of the Fijian population being Methodist. They've had a bunch of their pastors have been ordered by the church. A bunch of their pastors have not been vaccinated and chosen not to be vaccinated. They don't just lose lost their job, but they've been ordered by the church not to come to church. Stay home. Don't attend services. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and so this is a country that is pushing for 100% vaccination rate. So far they're stalled at 97%. So I guess there are a lot of people who are like,
1: Nope. What's motivating this, though? Like, do they have really high levels of COVID or...?
0: Well, they've had some, you know, pretty heavy COVID waves that have washed through Fiji, for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, I really don't know why it is that people feel so... I think people get... I think COVID has created an opportunity for power-hungry people to... Uh, create an environment where they can just exercise power and they just love exercising power. I really do think that's what it comes down to.
1: (laughs) It's kind of what we've seen in the last two stories as well. It is
0: a full-on power trip. Mm. Uh, While we're talking about that, um, we've got Professor Aubrey Hendricks from Columbia University um, who has come out on a recent TV show to state that people who do not wear masks are the Antichrist. So he's a a religious professor. (laughs) So, so 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 Lawson, you're not wearing a mask right now, so you're the Antichrist. Um and, and he may have had oh, this to say.
1: No, this is way, what he said. Seriously, dude. you've got to listen to this. Wow, that is that is powerful. This is what he said. Quote:
0: The overarching perspective of scripture is not freedom. It is responsibility. Want you to think about that for a moment, alright? If you do away with freedom you do away with love. Mm -hmm. The overarching uh, perspective of Scripture is love, and love can only exist where there is freedom of choice. Mm -hmm. The entire great controversy that exists, the reason that Jesus died on Calvary, was because of individual
1: freedom that extends to each one of us as an individual. Mm. And obviously, like responsibility is a response to that freedom. But,
0: oh, no question about that. We're not again, we're not talking, we're not saying people should be irresponsible right here. What I'm thinking about is this, though. It's like, okay, how do you come to that conclusion? Well, you come to that conclusion if you um, accept the false doctrine of once saved, always saved, because once Mm. saved, always saved, or, and if you take it further and go with predestination, both of those doctrines are doctrines that remove individual freedom, because, Mm. you know, with once saved, always saved, your individual freedom is lost the moment you give your life to Jesus Christ, with, uh, predestination you never had individual freedom before and so if you drink at those false systems these are the conclusions that you will come up with that's Scary the ultimate
1: stuff. step is it is masks no mask antichrist yes
0: yeah. wow uh this is uh tvac with oh the deep deep love of jesus tweed valley adventist college That was the Tweed Valley Adventist College with, oh, the deep, deep love of Jesus. We're going to talk to uh, one of the students who put this together mm-hmm. um, here in just a moment. Uh, before we do, we've got the 300-point clue for our quiz. But before we have that, there's this really interesting text message that came, or very significant text message that came through from Darren just to state that domestic violence is more than just hitting. I talked about how that, you know, if you're in that kind of a relationship where you are being hit, mm-hmm. get out. Yeah. Um, I just want to say this, hitting and, and being struck uh, physical abuse is the most easily defined black and white uh, mm. symptom of domestic violence and most of the time where you have the other forms of domestic violence, this one exists as well. Mm. And so while there may be shades of grey in some of the other forms, this one's black and white.
3: Mm.
1: If somebody hits you, leave. Yeah. that's simple. Anyway.
0: Totally fre quiz
1: all right for 300 points simply this how is Ruth related to King David if you know the answer zero four nine one zero six four six six nine is the number to call for 300 points you can win yourself a pocket sermon uh, and again that question was sorry uh, how was Ruth related to King David 669. but right now we have Lily on the phone Lily are you there I'm here. Yes, fantastic. And we are going to be talking about um this project that has just come out from, well, Tweed Valley Adventist College. It's called Lift Him Up, which is a bit of a play on words. It says lift and then him is spelled mm. H-Y-M-N. Uh, t- t- you like him. Uh, but also <laughs> like him, Jesus, um, Lift Him Up. And you guys, the listeners, just heard a song from that. Believe it or not, the song that was just playing, T-Vac, with oh, the deep, deep love of Jesus, was made by... A bunch of school students which is incredible and so we've got lily on the phone thank you for joining us to tell us all about how this album and this project came together and i guess we can just start with the beginning what wh- where does this come from where did how did this happen
2: yeah so obviously it's been a huge journey um the making of an album but it actually started in 2019 when um, Mr. Fuwa, the principal, and Mr. Jones um, had a vision for the Tweed Valley Adventist College mm. to have a recording studio, to actually have that facility to um, spread the story of Jesus through music, mm. um, and so there were a few other guys on board that brought it all together, and of course God guiding the whole process. Um, a studio, a recording studio, came to TVAC in 2019. Um, Mm. and I was actually in school during that process and I would walk past the building every day seeing the process Mm. and to actually be in that studio and just record music now is the most amazing blessing Um, and we've used the studio for other things like I use it for my HSC music projects. we play it um, we have audio for plays in there books, sermons, uh, messages God's richly blessed it Um, Mm. and so the this is the lift Him up album is the first album. Um, And my music teacher, actually David Williams um, had this vision for the hymns and Mr. Fuwa, Paul Fuwa as well, um, just to create this album that, um, you know, it lifts God up. It gives Mm. him the glory that is due. And, you know, none of this would be possible without him. So um, there are seven songs in the album. And, the one that I'm involved in is Oh, the Deep Deep Love of Jesus. Oh, so the one that we um, just heard
1: that you, you were yes, so featuring.
2: <laughs> yes, so that was me in the last little part there. But um, yeah, beautiful production done by yeah my fellow students and just, you know, it coming together and being actually in a music video, which was filmed. So we, yes. we were part of that music video there, um, locally filmed as well. Just being a part of that and seeing it all come together is just, yeah, such a testament to how God's worked in the talents um, that we have and how it's all just been brought together for his glory. It's amazing.
1: Yeah, it sounds like from the beginning uh, this studio has been – just consecrated for God's use, and you mentioned all the different uses, like you said your, not only your HSC music project which uh, I assumed helped you get a <laughs> good mark, but furthermore, you <laughs> know, to be a blessing to God's work, you know, as you said sermons, audio books, all these different things, it's ultimately been placed there so that the message of the gospel can go forward, but now we have this application of, of you guys using it to make an album. Something that I love to ask as, an, as a musician myself is what was the yeah. the process that took place? You know how how long of a time period were you guys recording for? You know, uh, in terms of selecting the students and the songs that would be on the album, how did how did that all come together?
2: Yeah, um, great question. I for myself personally, you know, I was involved in a few songs and the backing tracks, and it, it takes time, obviously. Um, sure. And so to pull all of this together, you know, we're talking about. Um, around about six months, you know, getting the students and um, getting the separate parts in and recording and making sure you know, everything's fitting together nicely and then once we've got all the recordings actually putting that together Um, because each part um, as you can hear, you know, there's a lot of parts in that Mm. one song you know, every song is in, every recording is individually recorded so, um, you know and then you've got the musicians, so each Song is you know crafted together really precisely, and then we get it sent to another um, editing company that helped us put that together to the best quality possible. Mm. And so yeah, we're talking you know a very long process um, that has been yeah made for quality. So it's beautiful seeing the end result, but unfortunately, I'm not the one who's you know been part of that um, process of organizing it all. But sure. you know that's thanks to my wonderful teachers that you know have the desire to see this through, and they have. And what a blessing it is now!
1: Yeah, that's amazing. I think the thing that is like particularly impressive for me the the song that we just heard, or oh, the deep, deep love of Jesus. I'm looking at the um, credits here on the website, um, and the people you know um, credited as solo- soloist is obviously yourself, Lily. Um, but then I see um, so there's a there's a girl here. Her name is Nella Bresky. I I met her. At summer camp, like, a month ago, this girl is, like, 14 or something. I know. <laughs> she's, she's amazing. She's doing, doing incredible work. So, this has really been a student effort. Like, we're talking about kids Absolutely. in their their mid to late teens coming together. What was that experience like working working with these young guys? I know for yourself, you're you're out of school now, um, kind of, you know, yes. you've fallen onto the adult side of life uh, um, but for most of these young guys what, what was that experience like?
2: Yeah, to be honest absolutely amazing. I just I, you know, being so musically like orientated myself I, at Wheat Belly Adventist College especially when I was um, leaving, I, I knew that um, you know, the choir and the things that I was involved in and the, the worship services um, sometimes that we perform at church, um, they were in good hands because there are so many talented um, younger students that are willing to give their time and their gifts. And, yeah, to be working with Nella and also Sarah Tucker, who's one of my friends, just, yeah, how God has blessed such amazing talent. Um, and to actually work with... It was so cool. Just such a cool experience.
1: Mm. Well, capping off talking about that, you guys can head to the TVAC website, just look up Tweed Valley Adventist College in Google, um, head to the music tab, and you will find the the album there. You have the ability to pre-order it at the moment with um, the... Currently, the only music video released from it on YouTube is um, the one for the song that we just heard, Oh, the Deep, Deep Love of Jesus. But also, Lily, I wanted to speak to you about a personal ministry that you and a few others are doing called Harmonies for Him um, online. This is yes. also a music-based ministry. Give us, give us a rundown and, and an idea of what's happening in that space.
2: Yeah, for sure. Well, my friends and I last year um, went down to Newcastle because we're originally from northern New South Wales. Um, we did Bible working for six months. Wow, and so in that you,
1: space- you came down to the promised land to do the best job. That's incredible. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. That's
2: one way to put it, for sure.
1: <laughs> that's right. <laughs>
2: um, and in that space, we, you know, because we've been friends and we have a lot of music and we wanted to create a ministry that upheld that. And so um, we just have this um, Instagram account called Harmony for Him, as you mentioned, where we upload music um worship songs especially to glorify god and to use our talents and um yeah that's been a little bit of a process because you know we're not always available but Mm. we definitely want to get more involved this year with um more songs on that on that platform
1: yeah, especially because from what I understand, uh, there's there's three members in Harmonies for Humans, Talia, Aisha, and then yourself, Lily. Um, and you guys are currently yeah. living in different cities up and down the east coast.
2: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> 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 so that makes it that that obviously you can look at it two ways. Obviously, sometimes we have to be together and film a song, mm-hmm. but in more ways that we have more opportunities to reach out to talented musicians. So oh, we okay. like to have. Um, covers with people that have their own ministries. For example, One Glory. Um, we're hoping to record some songs with them. They were also a ministry on Instagram. But yeah, just being plugged into different songs, I guess, with them. Yeah,
1: mm, that's awesome. I, I just want to ask you real quick. So the I'm on the Instagram page yeah. at the moment. It's harmonies for him. Supers, mm-hmm. and it's not even a play on words. It's just him, H I M. Um, and I'm reading here the mm-hmm. the description your your bio. It's it's a quote from Psalms 105 and verse two: Sing to him, yes, sing his praises. Tell everyone about his wonderful deeds. um For yourself, like, is that the real compelling factor for you? Obviously, um, as you've been involved in the, the Tweed Valley Adventist College, there, their kind of pursuits in music and this album that they've just put out, Lift Him Up, and then for harmonies for him as well. Has it really just mm-hmm. this is something that God has called us and specifically yourself as well to do.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think we've all been plugged into different areas of ministry um, and God uses our talents to bring and spread the gospel to people's lives. And so, yeah, that verse, Psalms 105 verse 2, is definitely our mission statement. Um, For me especially, and I know Aisha and Clea, we chose that especially because through songs, people are brought closer to Jesus. You know, mm. song is like, I like to think of it as a universal language that people can connect to. And so the music ministry is such, I think, for my life, such an important part where, yeah, Jesus can be known.
1: Amazing. Well, hey. Thank you so much, Lily, for joining us this morning, um, to talk no about the amazing music ministries that are happening here in the New South Wales area, the, the things that people are doing through Song for Christ at whatever age. Um, so again, you guys can head to the TVAC website, um, to the music tab. You'll find the, their album there, Lift Him Up, which you can pre-order. Um, and also you can head to Harmonies for Him at Harmonies for Him on Instagram to, uh, check out, uh, Lily's, music ministry happening as well. Lily, thank you so much for joining us. We are going to move on with the show right now.
3: Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.